Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses Podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. The whole world is focusing on what is going on in between Ukraine and Russia right now. There's a brutal warfare going on there, and we pray for peace of God would be practiced, would be announced to them. Now, we are going through the spiritual warfare series. Last week, we learned about how we can prepare ourselves for the uh, warfare, which is the true warfare 24-7 spiritual warfare. Our enemy is not people around us. Our enemy is not even a certain country or the uh, enemies that we can see with our physical eyes. But according to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, the spiritual army, the, uh, the true enemy is the spiritual forces, the forces of darkness in the heavenly places. So we know who our true enemy is. So uh, to fight against them, we need to have these two weapons. According to last week's portion in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14, that we need to have the belt of truth, and also we need to have the breastplate of righteousness. Now, belt of truth is to prepare ourselves with the holiness of truth. And then the breastplate of righteousness is to protect our heart, protect our body, protect us with the righteousness that comes from God alone. Now, a lot of people may say, I'm already strong, I'm already good people, good person, that you have, I have my own righteousness, but that righteousness cannot protect us truly from our true enemy. We need to have the righteousness that comes only through Jesus Christ, because Jesus is the only perfect sacrifice uh, to forgive our sins and Jesus is the only one who resurrected from the dead to justify us so God the righteousness that comes from God is the only the true breastplate that we need to protect ourselves to and also prepare for the spiritual warfare now as a continuation we're going to study from Ephesians chapter 6 verse 15 to talk about what else we need to prepare ourselves and to win the battle uh, in this spiritual warfare. So let's read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 15. And having strapped on your feet the preparation of the gospel of peace. Okay, so this is a very short verse, but it has a profound meaning in it. So what does having strapped on your feet? Now, it means bind under or bind yourself with shoes now when you put on your shoes you are binding yourself with the shoes but what does that mean i mean we always wear shoes wherever you go you um you put on your shoes maybe sometimes you put on your tennis shoes when you play uh, tennis or when you jog or you put on your formal shoes whenever you have a press conference or whenever whenever you preach or you know meet with some important people so we have always used and put on our shoes but in the ancient time especially in the ancient Rome putting your shoes means as something very very significant because uh, if you are barefoot that means at that time you you are either a slave okay because the, uh, the slaves did not have uh, shoes on them so that uh, they were barefoot. Uh, but having put, uh, putting on your shoes means you're no longer a slave, but you are free 
person. Wow, what a great meaning it is. Now, in fact, in Exodus chapter uh, 12, uh, 12, verse 11, when God told the people of Israel to get out of Egypt, that they need to uh, celebrate the Passover because the Passover is a very, very significant uh, the celebration that God, by His sovereign power, that He rescued His own people out of slavery of Egypt. But it's interesting that God ordered people to wear to put on the belt and then put on the shoes and then eat very quickly because that is the celebration of Passover because they're going to come out of Egypt very quickly. So to come out of the bondage of Egypt, God ordered them to wear shoes. That really signifies that they are no longer slaves to Egypt, but they are rescued people. They are free people out of Egypt. So this is a very significant meaning. But also, putting on the shoes, it also means being on a mission, being ready for a mission, the readiness for uh, a mission from God. So, we can also see it uh, in Mark chapter uh, 6, 9, when Jesus called the 12 disciples and then Jesus gave a mission for them to go out and bring the gospel of Jesus Christ, to bring, uh, the, to preach and to proclaim the kingdom of God. But this is what Jesus told them. Wear, put on your shoes. So when Jesus was sending his 12 disciples, and uh, when he said, put on your shoes, that means you have my mission. Now go and proclaim the kingdom of God. So wow, this is the really the significant meaning that we all need to know that uh, being re- uh, yeah, putting on the shoes, it means that we need to be prepared. We need to be ready uh, for a mission. Okay. Now we 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 are a God's forgiven people that we are no longer slave to sin and death, but we are saved by God's grace through faith in Christ Jesus according to Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 through 9. So we are free people, right? And then Romans 8:15 also testifies that we have the adoption as God's sons and daughters who so are no longer uh, spirit, no longer slave to spirit of fear anymore. Okay? So whole Bible is telling us that we are free so that now we are no longer barefoot people, but we have shoes. But it's not the, it's not ending there. We also have a mission from God that we are putting these shoes for that mission. Now the question is, what kind of mission, what kind of readiness of mission we should we have? So that's the rest of the verse is telling. So let's look at the Ephesians chapter 6, 15 again. So strapped on your feet for uh, the preparation of the gospel of peace. Preparation of the gospel of peace. So what does that mean? So the mission that we have is the preparation of the gospel of peace. So God has ordered for us to put on these shoes for the gospel. Now, what is the gospel? Gospel is, in Greek, good news. Okay, good news. Now, what kind of good news is it? It says gospel of peace. It is a gospel, it is a good news of peace. Now, how, how the world, how desperate the world is for this peace right now. 
We pray for peace between Ukraine and Russia for sure. And but not just only, not just them in our life, in our personal level. That uh, you, if you have any conflict or the uh, personal relationship, relational relation, relational conflicts, then you might want to have the peace. Okay, but what kind of peace is it? What kind of good news is it? Gospel of peace. What does that really mean? Now, this peace is not the peace that we normally think. But this peace in Greek is being full. Okay, the, that peace that comes from the fullness. Okay. Now, Ephesians chapter two tells us about what this peace really about. Now, Ephesians chapter two verse fourteen it says, "Christ Jesus is." Our peace, and he is bringing two groups into one and breaking the breaking the barrier between them. Now, what kind of groups the Bible is talking about? It is the group between Jews and Gentile. Now, historically, Jews and Gentiles did not get along each other well. Well, it's more of Jewish people avoiding Gentile people because they had the Jewish people had thought that.、Um, They were chosen people of God, but the Gentiles—they are the、uh, the punished one, punished one. They are a cursed one. So Jewish people really thought highly of themselves. At the same time, they despised the Gentiles, and they did not want to get along with the Gentiles at all. So there was a big separation between Jews and Gentile. However, God is. Bringing them together, reconciling them, putting them together, bring the peace together in between. Not through war, not through peaceful treatment between them, not through political power, not through a financial power, but it is through Jesus Christ alone that He broke the barrier between Jews and Gentile. How in chapter verse two, chapter two verse sixteen, it says, bringing,、uh, reconciling them together through the cross. Here is the very very key phrase here: the cross. What is the cross? The cross is the wood that Jesus died on. Now, when Jesus died, he was crucified. At the cross, at the wood, that wood signifies the curse from God. So basically, Jesus was cursed on the cross for what? I mean, Jesus is perfect and He is holy, but Jesus took our sins, all of our, our all of our sins, on Him. So He was cursed because of us, on behalf of us, and He died on the cross. On behalf of us, in our place, Ephesians two sixteen tells us that the cross is what God used to kill, to destroy the enmity between God and us, and between Jews and Gentiles. Now, what is the enmity? That is the curse that was brought by the law. Now, people could not keep the law perfectly, and because of that, they were all. They were all in bondage of sin, and because of that, they were all bondage of death. But through the cross, He destroyed the enmity against us through the law, so that against the law, so God reconciled us with Him through the cross, and God reconciled between Jews and Gentiles, most hostile groups in between. So, cross. Is the key the cross of Jesus Christ is the answer to all those conflicts? The biggest conflict is actually in between. 
God and us. Isaiah 59, 2 says, Our iniquities, our sin, made a separation between God and us, so that God does not hear us, not because he doesn't have an ear, not because he doesn't care about us, but because of our sin. So sin separated us from God, but God solved it. God reconciled us through cross of Christ Jesus. But also in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18, that both of us, meaning that both Jews and Gentiles have access to God in the Holy Spirit. So that God is opening the door and he is breaking the barrier between not only between Jews and Gentiles, but also between God and us. So, so we can see the vertical rest reconciliation and we can also see the horizontal reconciliation. So Jesus truly is our peace. And that is the gospel. That is the content of the gospel, content of the good news. That gospel of peace is about gospel of Christ Jesus, the true peace. So what do we need to do here? Now it says we need to put on the shoes, meaning that we need to be ready for mission. That mission is to bring the gospel of peace, which is the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, that Jesus is our true peace. Now let's go back to the war situation right now. Now we see in the media that every day, uh, everyone, nearly everyone is talking about the war between Ukraine and Russia. And then there's a great movement of the whole uh, people in the world are trying to help Ukraine at this uh, this time. And then this is a great um, the movement of love that we also need to be part, part of it and we also need to prepare and help those who are in need. Uh, but the true real help that is going to be continued uh, even after this war between Ukraine and Russia is over, we are still in warfare and what we need to do continually is to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to bring to proclaim the gospel of peace to all around the world. Now, Romans chapter 10, verse 15, it says, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news of Christ to Jesus. So when you are on mission, when you are putting these shoes of the gospel of peace, you are not just putting your shoes and sitting in, uh, sitting in your bench or just waiting in your um, living room, but you are going to go out with the shoes and you are going to bring this gospel of peace. You are going to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to the people who do not have peace, who do not have the true peace so that the people will say how beautiful are those whose feet, how beautiful are the feet of those who are bringing this good news of Jesus Christ. So that we need to activate, we need to go out and share the good news of Jesus Christ. But here's the thing, very important truth is, by doing so, you are fighting against the devil. By doing so, you are um, fighting against the true enemy as we studied in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Why? Because the putting on the shoes of gospel of peace is the part of spiritual, um, the armor, the full armor of God. So that is not separate. The evangelism is not separate from the spiritual warfare. Evangelism is the spiritual warfare. 
it is the fighting against it is a direct fight against the spiritual forces because imagine that when you are sharing this gospel of peace to someone who is lost that uh, who never heard the gospel before you're not just talking about Jesus Christ but you are fighting against the devil the evil forces that has captivated um, this lost person so there is an unseen spiritual warfare going on in between you and the people who are hearing the gospel through you from you but in fact it is a spiritual warfare between God and the, um, the spiritual forces of darkness but we know that Jesus already won the victory because he did not only die on the cross but he rose from the dead victoriously so he defeated the power the authority of sin and death so we're fighting the game that is already won by Christ Jesus so we don't have to worry about defeat because we are already in the winning game but the thing is we need to recognize that whenever we go out and share the gospel we are engaging the war so we have to pray really hard that we would trust and depend on God's power, not our own power. But also, we need to pray for those who are listening and hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ because they don't even know what kind of warfare they are, but they are in warfare in reality so that we can pray for the openness and receptiveness of their heart so that when they hear the gospel, the devil would not blind them or... Uh, the, uh, deceive them but they would be ready to hear the gospel and to respond to it of course we cannot save anyone God is the one only one who saves them and God is bigger and God is greater than all the evil forces that captivate those uh, pe those lost people so we need to trust in the Lord in our prayer as we go and bring this uh, gospel of Christ to Jesus gospel of peace so Let's go back to our today's verse that we need to um, bind ourselves. We need to put on the shoes. That's the that's for the preparation of gospel of peace to fight against the spiritual warfare. Now we need to recognize that we have these shoes that we need to put on not only on Sunday but on 24-7 because the warfare happens this spiritual warfare happens every day we need to recognize that it's, it is um, everyday battle so that we must wear these shoes every day so that whenever we have the opportunity we need to share the gospel of Christ Jesus that is who is the true peace who brought two into one by breaking the barrier between two because he died for us he unites he unites us through the cross and he unites us with God through his cross through his blood so let's trust in him and let's share him our true peace let's pray Heavenly Father we thank you we praise you for your grace and mercy and also we thank you so much that you being the true peace that as we go and share the gospel um, I pray that you would continue to guide us and lead us that we would not lose sight of you and then we would not uh, depend on all the human peace or human power but we will always always trust in the true peace a true power Christ Jesus our true peace that broke the barrier 
so that we can go out and share the gospel uh, with true confidence in you so that we can defeat the enemy by proclaiming, boldly proclaiming the gospel of Christ Jesus. Father, we do thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Amen.